So it was once a uh, young shepherd boy that was doing shepherding things. <coughs> and as he was, as he was uh, you know, going and watching his sheep, he would have a flute and he would play along the flute. One day the king was traveling past by and he hears in the distance this beautiful, beautiful you know, sounding music. And he stops the carriage and he says, you know, you hear that? He says, that's unbelievable. This guy's probably, who knows what? And they start following the music until they see a little boy sitting in a bunch of hay, you know, watching some sheep and playing a flute. And, and the king is like, this is unbelievable. He calls the boy over and he tells him, and he goes to the boy and he says, listen, he says, uh, where did you learn how to play? This is unbelievable. You play so beautifully. And he says, well, listen, you know, I get bored. I'm out over here. I'm sitting over here in the, you know, in the field watching the sheep. I get bored. So I got myself a flute and I started listening to the, to the noises. After when I blow and I hit this one, I blow, I hit this one, I blow, I hit this one. And then I started combining the music together. So the king was looking at this little boy. He's composing music that he doesn't, has never heard before. He's like, this is unbelievable. So he started speaking to him and he saw that he was really, really smart, really bright. And he says, uh, he says, what are you, what are you, you know, what's your name and which village are you from? So he tells him the name, the name of the village. He tells, the king goes to his officer and he says, uh, bring the boy and his father tomorrow to my palace. I want to speak to them. So the father comes in the next day with the boy to the king and the king says to the father he says listen he says uh, your boy is is you know he's a prodigy this guy is unbelievable he's amazing i was speaking to him his brain is unbelievable to waste his life as a shepherd is uh it, you know it's a shame he's, he says i have a proposition for you he says let me educate him let me bring him to my uh you know to, to my you know educational system we'll teach him everything about finance about the government when he gets older he's going to get a high government official uh, you know job he says, you know, I'm the king, I want, well, I'm going to do it anyways, but I'm going to ask you as a father because it's nice. Do you have the permission? The father says, well, of course, you know, it's like getting accepted to Harvard, you know, without, uh, without doing anything. He says, yeah, by all means, whatever he needs to, you know, for his boy is going to have an unbelievable life if he works, uh, you know, as a government official, becoming a duke, a lord, whatever they, you know, uh, you become when you, when you, uh, it's a duke and the lord, right? Uh, who cares? So um, he goes and the boy starts going and he starts going, uh, you know, he leaves the shepherding business and he gets into uh, with the king and they started educating him. And this kid is like picking up everything. This kid is smart. He's quick. He's on his feet. And the king keeps on checking up on him. And the teachers are like praising him beyond, you know, and, you know, like this guy's unbelievable. A few years pass by. He gets, uh, you know, he graduates and he goes and he gets into his first uh, government, uh, you know, position in financing. And he is working so well. The king became, this became like a personal favorite for the king. And uh, the king is, you know, promoting him here, promoting him left, promoting him right. And he keeps on going higher and higher and higher. Now, what happens when you have, you know, a bunch of people that are his coworkers that are also working in the government officials? And they see that this little guy who comes from nowhere, comes from nothing, you know, is going so high in the government. Meanwhile, these are the children of the dukes, the children of the governors of the other places. They're sitting there and they're stuck in their own, in their same position. So they started talking about this kid. And they, they say, listen, you know, you know, this kid, you know, go to the king and be like, I know he's your favorite. Um, I'm not saying anything, but people are speaking and saying stuff, you know. What, what are people doing? People speaking, you know, they're saying stuff. Now you hint some stuff because you don't want to, and slowly they started, you know, placing these little subtle hints. Eventually the, the hints started getting stronger because the king wasn't doing anything. King's like, no, this guy is good. I know him. I trust him. Comes a, uh, um, a short while later and finally the, the accusations becomes, you know, this guy's stealing from you. He's financed. You don't know what's going on. Of course, he, you know, he's, he's robbing you left and right. The king says, I know for a fact that he's not, but to silence everybody, I'll investigate the matter. And he calls the, um, the, this, uh, this, you know, Duke, this now, this new Duke, this, uh, this, uh, you know, shepherd. And he says, listen, he says, you've been working with me for quite a few years. He says, you know, there's word around town. He says, I happen to trust you. I believe you. But 
in order to silence the others, I'm going to have to do a little investigation. The guy says, yeah, of course, by all means. He says, the king says, we're going now to your house and we're going to go, we're going to, you're going to give me around the tour and we're going to see what's, uh, what's, uh, what's going on in there. He said, so the king's thinking, he says, if this guy is robbing me, then I'll see how he's living. I'll be able to see if he's living lavishly, like higher than his means. And I know something, he's getting money from other places. But if he's living like everybody else, which is again, very comfortable, uh, then I know there's nothing to worry about. So the guy says, of course, by all means, he brings him to his, uh, to his house, he opens a door, and he takes him a tour. You know, this is the living room, this is the dining room, this is the what I'm going from room to room to room to room to room. Finally, the king's like, very nice, he's walking through the entire thing, and then, as they're about to leave, you know, the, um, he sees that this, you know, this old shepherd just walks really fast by one room. So the king's like, you know, it's like a little, like, nook in the corner with a little door. He says, uh, what's, uh, you know, what's, what's in that uh, room, the king says. So the shepherd's like, yeah, nothing, that's just gives us a little storage, there's nothing, there's nothing in there. So the king says, no, let's, you know, I want to look at the whole, uh, the whole house, let's look at that room. So said, really, you know, it's, it's nothing, you know, let's just go, come on, you saw I have nothing in here, let's go, we'll have a drink, we'll have a good time, you know, like, there's nothing to do, do over here. So the king was starting to get suspicious, you know, now when you say no to this one, he says, you know, I need to know what's inside this door, he says, you're opening this door right now. So the guy says, fine, you know, takes out his keys. You know, maybe I had a change, maybe they didn't, I don't know why I'm doing this. So he takes out his keys, he puts it in his door, he opens it up, and the king steps over the, the threshold. He looks inside, the room is completely bare. The king is looking all around, there's nothing there except a box in the middle. And the king is like, okay, there must be a safe somewhere here, right? So the king's like knocking for like a safe, there's like nothing, there's nothing here. So the king says, uh, he looks at the box, he says, oh, what's in the box? So the guy says, it's nothing, don't worry about it, leave it, it's, there's, there's nothing here. So the king says, this is it, this is where I got it, it's, it's right in here. The king takes a box, he opens it up, and Jack jumps out, no, and he comes out, and there is a, there's a shepherd, there's a shepherd clothing there with a little flute over there. So the king says, what's going on over here? He says, what's, what's this? So the guy started getting embarrassed, says, to be honest, he says, uh, he says, you know, every day, twice a day, I come into the room, in the morning, and once in the morning, and once at night, he says, and I look at what I, what, you know, what I have, what I've accomplished in, you know, in my life, and I know that it's all thanks to you. And I come in here, and I put on, well, I can't put on the clothes, but I try, and I play the flute to just remember where I came from and realize what do I have to be thankful to the king for where I came to right now. Because if not for the king taking me out of that field, I would have still been a shepherd. He says, I wouldn't have not had all this. So twice a day I come in here, I play the flute because that reminds me where my origin from and how thankful I have to be to the king. Says the king, he says, now I know. This is wiping his tears away. It's the most beautiful thing ever. ever, ever. Yeah, and he says, uh, um, you know, that is, you know, now I have nothing to worry about. I know someone like you will never, ever steal. And not only did he not do anything, he, oh, he promoted him higher and higher and higher. And, he, and he, anybody that ever tried to say anything against him was, was quickly, uh, you know, quickly dished out of the, out of the kingdom. The, comes Pesach. And we're, we're free now. All right, we're living in America. We do what we want, when we want, how we want, right? This is how every teenage kid tells us. And we go in there and we're sitting inside and we're like, Pesach, Matzah, and Maro. Are we free or are we slaves? And the answer is, yeah, we're, we're free now. But remember where you came from. Remember where you are before because you're never going to be able to be thankful for something until you remember where you came from. You ever know that? What is that saying? That you don't appreciate what you have until you almost lost it? You don't appreciate what you have until you start thinking about things. And Pesach, the night is supposed to be start, you're supposed to start thinking about these things. You're free now. But think about the marol, think about the bitterness, think about the matzah, think about where you are and where you came from. That is lesson number one. Lesson number one is you realize it's a night of being gratefulness, it's a being thankful to God. How are you going to be thankful if you don't appreciate? And the only way that you can appreciate is to realize where you come from.